Welcome to Salt Lake Jake's Take. I'm your host, Salt Lake Jake. I'm with my friends here, Peter and Brennan. And man, what a first episode we have. So much to talk about. Things are crazy. Let's just throw it out right out the gate. How are you guys feeling? Let's jump into it, Jake. Uh, I'm feeling better this evening than I was this morning. And I think it's because the future is still bright in Salt Lake City. We've got a good team. We do have a good team, but you know what? I've got a lot of thoughts going through my mind. First of all, I'm just going to let it rip. Kick it off. Oh, the Pac-12 cannot get out of its own way. We have been gifted such an advantage in the fact that we owned the western half of the United States. Everything west of the Rockies, we had the entire Pacific time zone to ourselves. We had amazing markets from Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Phoenix, Salt Lake, big markets, Denver, and we couldn't close a deal. We have great brands in Washington and Oregon, and Utah's a rising brand. Stanford, even though their recent struggles, they're a great brand, especially because their academic situation. But we can't close a deal. So it's time for the Pac-12 to freaking act. I'm sick of the talk. We heard all these comments as soon as USC and UCLA, UCLA left. Oh, we're united. The tender galvanized. George is, you know, he's kicking trash, blah, 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 blah. None of that turned out to be true because you're only united until you're not. And Colorado has bounced officially as was voted on by their board of directors or the board of regents, and now we're left with nine. So no more statements. I don't want to hear the Pac-12 bounce say, the nine remaining teams are galvanized or the nine remaining teams are committed. No, you're not. I don't want to hear anything. I want you to act. Act and act quickly. Add somebody, get to 10, walk up the media rights deal, and let's move on to the next phase of college football where each conference champion gets an automatic bid to the playoffs. If they don't, my opinion, they've got – one week. If things aren't done within a week, it's falling apart. What does that mean, falling apart? Like, what's the okay? What is the doom and gloom? Like, what what is what does that even mean? Well, I think what it means is I think it's almost kind of like a Hunger Games situation at this point. The fact that Colorado left and took what the Big Twelve was offering, you've got basically Utah, Arizona, Arizona State looking around at each other, like, oh my gosh, is Oregon going to go take a spot there? If they do, we got everyone's going to try and get on there as quick as they can, right? So I think it's almost like everyone's going to be calling each other's bluff at this point. I think the Pac-12 can do it. I think well, they can, if they can come out at San Diego State and say, we are together and here's our deal, we're sticking together, that will force the Big 12 to add one more G5 team like Memphis or UConn, which, in my opinion, dilutes the football product. They already added UCF and Houston and BYU and the worst team in Power 5, Colorado. And now if they add UConn, that's going to dilute their, their football product even more. They have a couple good, decent brands at the top, but they're really top to bottom. I think the Pac-12 is still better with, with teams and brands. So if they can lock that up and say we're together and go, they're fine. But I'm afraid people are going to start getting jittery and it's going to be like every man for himself. Was yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, we got it. it's kind of reminding me of like the Silicon Valley, like run on the bank, like investors start to pull their money out. Dot, dot, yeah. dot, and it, and it, um, but let's think big, big, big picture. Okay, you do a five-year TV deal. Let's say they get twenty million or twenty-eight million, two or three million less than Colorado, whatever. Five. Can Utah stay afloat for five years before we are two big super conferences? Yes, I think we can. I think that's what we have to do. That's that should be the goal. 
is sticker just just survive for five more years and then reassess our situation in five or six years when the super conferences then, begin to to form. And then what's that well, going to take? Despite, well, one one quick question on that, Jake. So if you're saying to stick around for five more years, is Utah better off building its brand where it currently is in the Pac-10 with with ten teams, or jumping to the Big Twelve and making a name there among you know, lesser com- uh, competition. I think we're better off. I think in the Pac-12 right now, if you stay with 10 teams, it's Utah, Oregon, Washington every year fighting for the the, yeah. the conference title. You got a seat at the table. The playoff is next year. Like what people are forgetting is the only thing that matters now is this 12-team playoff. Like that's the entity that holds all the cards. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. If we can, if we can stick in the Pac-12, in my opinion, Pac-10, whatever you want to call it, that gives us a better shot at the playoff, and that gives us a better shot to keep building our brand, right? If we go to a 16-team Big 12, you know, it's there's more teams to trip you up. Granted, I think there's less. I, Plus, I think at the, at the bottom of the league, it's a little lesser, but that's you know, it's it's a it's a bigger road to to get through. Hey, we all know that Utah can trip up. I mean, we've been Utah fans our whole lives, right? But yep. frankly, like I think one of the pits in our stomachs lifelong Utah fans, it's like, I don't want to play those teams outside of BYU. I'll play BYU every year. That's, I'm, I'm on the play them every year side of the fence. But everyone else, well, I mean, what? how do you get a fan base excited about a, a game against Iowa State? Agreed, man. It's not, it's, not the, it's not as good. It's not as good. I mean, you, you look at how the conference would stretch from Salt Lake City to Morgantown, West Virginia, down to Orlando, Florida, and everywhere in between. The road trips aren't as good. You know, no. Ames, Iowa, uh, Manhattan, Kansas, uh, you know, um, yeah, Lawrence, no, these, Kansas. Are not, these are not destination games. No, that's what I'm saying. The Pac-12 really fumbled the ball here. We had a head start. We had a we had, we were born on second base when it comes to going against the Big 12 and we screwed it up. Better destinations, bigger cities, bigger brands, our own time zone in the West Coast. And we still couldn't figure it out. I, I don't know who's to blame. Like George is partially to blame. I think more majority okay. lies on the passive presidents that are running this league. They're the sure. stay in control for so many years. They're the ones that gave them a huge contract. They they're the ones that decided to not kill the Big Twelve when they had a chance. Let's not forget that when Texas and or uh, Oklahoma left, there were many reports that have that have said there were four Big Twelve teams ready to sign, and George was presenting it to the board of directors and. Harold Fultz from USC shot it down, said, I'm not interested. And then they later left for the Big Ten anyway. So we had okay. a chance to put a, a spear through the heart of the Big 12, but we <laughs> didn't take it. And now we're we're on death's door right now. And it's yeah. Well, and I, I still think, you know, like as it stands, everyone's saying everyone's, everything's going to change. I mean, th- this is terrible news because the, the, what we knew is this conference, Pac-12, is probably not going to be anything either way in five to seven years. Uh, who does it hurt the most? The, the guy that got a Pac-12 tattoo on his calf or something like that. But but keeping that subject of staying afloat, it's NIL in my opinion now. Like this is a mercenary sport. If you can pay a next camera rising, whatever he's making, I don't know, what's he making now? Does anyone know? Uh, reports are about $2 million a year plus some, you know. Other he's stuff. making $2 million a year? That's what, that's what the scuttlebutt on the street is, yeah. Good grief. Okay, so that's I mean that's that's market rate for a for a championship winning quarterback. Can we can we do that for another five years? I think we can. I think we can. But the thing that's crazy is how fast it's all changing. 
Who knows, honestly, what it'll look like in five years. I mean, five years ago, we didn't have NIL. We nope. didn't have – I mean, Oklahoma was still in the Big 12. USC is still in the Pac-12. Everything looked amazing. Think how crazy it's changed in five years alone, right? So who knows what another five years is going to look like. But, yeah, we have to do everything we can to stay afloat to eventually make it – because there's going to be a break-off at some point of, like, the top 30 teams and everybody else. I mean, it's getting there. Right. We've got to find a way in that. Which leads me to my question. What – I mean, obviously, we're, we're rose-colored glasses. Where does Utah stand in American college football? Top 50, top 30, top 20? What are uh, we? I think, personally, right now, we're a top 20 program. You well, then know, we're we, in. We're, we're what are we all back. so upset about if we're in the top 20 national program? Yeah, well, logically, we should be. But you know what? Logic doesn't always dictate what happens in these situations. <laughs> it's right? perception. We're just getting the perception hit. That's all. That's yeah. all. If we're a top 20 program and we're going to have a seat at the playoffs the next five years, who the freak cares? I just need to be able to watch these games. Yeah, agreed. I, we will. I, ultimately, I'm still still bullish on the future of Utah football. Look how far we've come in 20 years. I mean, I'm looking up in my office right now, and I see four ticket stubs hanging on the wall of four BCS New Year's Six games we've been to in the last 20 years. Most teams in America would kill for that, right? Outside the top, you know, seven, eight, ten teams, most teams would would die for that. So we've come a, a long way. I think we can continue to grow. The market in Utah is still growing. Um, the 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 hunger for football in the Wasatch Front is still there. I think. I think we've got a good name, good brand. We've still we've got to just keep pumping money into it, and we'll be fine. But it's just frustrating the unknowns about what could happen. For I sure, think life will be okay. Uh, I agree. And um, we're recording right now. It's five o'clock on Thursday, the day that Colorado bailed. Uh, I just read John Wilner's article. It says sources, significant sources, are saying we're still probably going to get the same amount of money. <laughs> oh. Well. <laughs> That's when we All I know it. is uh, it, what's getting really tiring, and I have always felt that way. Like logically, right. we talk about logically, rating-wise, we stack up equal or better than the Big 12 teams. Uh, market size, we are we were equal or better with what we had. You know, the San Francisco's, the the Phoenixes, Seattle's, and brand-wise, we're better. And two other things, we have our own network to produce, help produce, and we have the entire West Coast time zone. So logically, we should be so. I've never doubted that. What really is, though, is the issue is it's not about that. It's about which presidents get antsy and start bailing, you know? Yeah, it's a run on the banks, I'm telling you. Yep, you just got to, you got to, you need leadership. This is where leadership matters, by the way. This is where when you have trust in your leader and unfortunately not speaking is, is, is 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 a leadership trait, which is sometimes good. And in this case, you are just feeling this echo chamber that we're all bouncing around on, amping up our anxiety. But the truth is, we haven't even played a game yet. Yep, you're right. And you know what? Your, your analogy about a run on the bank is perfect because every bank would fail if every bank had a run on them, right? If everybody just started to panic, right? I mean, that's and, and so it's the same started. thing with this conference. If, if, if everybody would just stick to their guns like they said, we'd be fine. Colorado, in their statement today, said they, they went to the Big 12 because of stability issues. Well, duh. The reason stay unstable is because of your decision to leave. Right. Like, if you guys had stuck around, which tells me, uh, it makes me worry about the trust the presidents have with each other. Maybe Colorado just didn't trust Oregon and Washington, you know? Or maybe well, they just don't trust everybody. Now we're seeing they were wobbly for a year or whatever. But, like, um, I mean, 
kind of writing was on the wall. Dion didn't go to media day. Yeah, he'd say he had elective surgery or whatever, but come on. Dion Sanders shied away from microphones, please. Yeah, no, I mean, looking back, obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty and everything. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you can see that they, the last few weeks, they've definitely been disengaged. So I honestly, I mean this, I think if we stick together like we're supposed to, we can get a good deal and, and weather this. But will we is the problem. That is why we have to act. We have to act. We've got no choice. Our hand has been forced. We have to expand and get a deal done soon, immediately, within the week. If not, same type of thing. There will be another run on the banks, in my opinion. Maybe it's Arizona. Maybe maybe it's Utah. Maybe it's Washington. Somewhere out of left field, like, forget this. We're sick of this. We're, we're taking the guaranteed floor with the Big 12 with hopes that we can win the Big 10 in five years or whatever. But, yeah, we, we've got we've got to lock something up. It, if we're going to prognosticate here. If something is not locked up within a week, whether that's expansion or a media deal, I predict, I predict the the Roberto run on the banks. And it, Catastrophe, um, and the challenge though. I mean, you're right in that in that like demand to get a deal done. But Brennan, you're the attorney. Uh, what happens when you're in a p- position of desperation? Well, and and I want to look at the flip side of this really quick because if you're an Apple or if you're an Amazon and you're desperate or you're interested in getting into the college football market and you're in it with the Pac-12, suddenly you're going to be more motivated to do a deal because if you don't do it and the Pac-12 falls apart, you don't have a partner to get into this college football market that you want to get into. So if they really are interested, if that's a possibility, they're going to be thinking they need to do something now um, or they may not have that opportunity again until, you know, until – you know, five years down the road when, when media like, deals come back up. Did so, Colorado screw you know, us from it, the deal-making confidence? I mean, that that seems to be what it really kind of comes down to. They screwed us. I mean, yeah, they did. But I, I think on the other hand, like, what I'm saying is if Apple was willing to wait or Amazon was willing to wait and keep their offer low until we got desperate, suddenly they may not be willing to wait because if they wait too long, there's not going to be a Pac-12 to do a deal with. Oh, good point. So they may be motivated to do something now. That's that, that's a that's a perspective I actually have not thought of. I've heard people say the opposite, say, oh, now that the pack feels desperate, then nobody's gonna give them any money. But that is that's a that's an interesting perspective yeah. that I didn't think of. If if like you said, if Apple who wants in, they may realize, okay, we've got to get this done, this deal well, done. Right. They, they need a conference just as much as we do to, to have a package. That's true. Um, okay, Jake. Well, and, and the other benefit that makes the Pac-12 more attractive is we have this network, right? I mean, we have something that they can just step into and use to produce yeah. the content. Yeah. Jake, tell our listeners, and then we'll wrap up that convo. What do, what to, what are we going to expect from this podcast from you? You know, we're going to be a little bit different. You have a plethora of podcasts out there. I understand that. You know, there's there's the insiders, there's the the, the football numbers guys, and those are all awesome podcasts and continue to listen to those. But we're a little bit different in the fact that it's just going to be like you're conversating with your buddies at work. When you yep. go to work and you go to lunch with them or you're hanging out, you know, on a break, and you talk football, and that's basically what this is going to be. We're not going to be in-depth with our analysis. We're not going to have super um, deep sources on stuff. We're going to be talking like your buddies at work. We're going to talk about the weekend. We're going to be – Talk about what we loved over the weekend and what would pump well, us up. We, we'll we'll have sources. We're, weekend. we're gossiping plenty, and we, we all went to school with people who are tied to the program. Um, but the difference is we, we're we not journalists, so we could, we'll probably just gossip, which is probably what Twitter is anyway. 
Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, you you want you want to have a, a 20, 25 minute conversation with, with some friends on your drive to work. That's what we'll be, man. We'll be here to pump you up, get you excited about the football season. Because aside from all this drama that's taking place, and man, is there a lot of drama. We are in for another spectacular year, man. There are things to be excited about with this football team. Whether or not Cam Rising is healthy or not, it, I mean, how far we go depends upon his knee. But we've still got a great defense back. We've got a deep running back room. We've got a great offensive line. You know, if 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 Rising's injured the first couple games or, or hobbled, then maybe we we throw back to our style of ground and pound and win on the defensive side. But it's going to be another good year, man. We're back to back conference champs for crap's sake. We are back to back P five conference champions. And we're here for a third, man. So let's get it. Let's get let's after get it. it. Let's go. And and look at our schedule. Like, take a breath, take a step back, and look. Just look at that schedule. Florida at home. Baylor on the road. We're playing USC and UCLA probably for the last time, unless we meet in the playoffs. Like, this is this is this could be like one of the biggest, best schedules probably we've ever had. Yep. This is a uh, this year is for the record books, man. It's 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 one for the books. Let's get that third straight championship and end on a high note. And whether we hightail it into the Big 12 or we are then ready to be a reconstituted focus pack 10 next year, the year after, whatever the case is, it's going to be a good year. Looking forward to it. Uh, don't fret, man. We're going to work. It's going to work out. The pack, the media deal and our conference will work out. Um, and then the, the future is just as bright as, as it's always been. Okay. Go Utes. Oh, you, I'm out. Hey, Jake, how are you?